right, we are back. Welcome to Crime Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bounds, along with Angela. And we we are here for a brand new pursuit. Tonight, uh, we are here regarding a young man that was 18, Christian Boyle. Uh, his He was found, we believe, in Cleveland, Alabama. Um, maybe there's there's a little misunderstanding of where he was murdered or whatever but tonight we have his mother carrie who is our special guest with us tonight carrie welcome hi okay so you know talking here regarding this case um let's talk about Kristen, your son um let's talk about the type of kid he was because at 18 he's still a kid to me yes um, he was Let's talk about the good thing. What type of what type of guy was Christian? He was just a loving, big-hearted person. He loved everybody. He never met a stranger. He was always willing to help anybody that needed him. And he had the biggest and most infectious smile. He just lit up a room when he walked in. He was funny. He loved to make people laugh. And he was just trusting of everybody. He thought if he was good to everybody, they'd be good to him. Yeah. So he was just a, just an all-around good kid, loved his mama, loved his family, right? Oh, yes. So how he was he? He loved his mama and daddy, and he had a twin brother, has a twin brother. And oh, he has a twin brother? Yes. Okay, so how was he in school? You know, was he in, involved in sports, stuff like that? He uh, was up until about... Um, eighth or ninth grade, he played baseball and football, but um, okay, the last couple of years of school, he didn't. Okay, all right, just kind of laying low, you know, trying to yeah. figure out what he's going to do in life. Okay, awesome. He was, he was at that age, he was just caught between being a kid and wanting to be an adult. Okay, so you know, now we come to some bad news. Um, let's talk about. December 25th, 2017, which would actually be on Christmas Day, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying Christmas Day is unfortunate, but what you heard was unfortunate. Let's talk about that. Um, well, he had been missing for 13 days, and um, we got a call from a detective that night and asked about 10 o'clock. Asked us to come to the sheriff's office, and uh, they told us they had found him, found his car, and found him, and that he had been murdered. Okay. And Which I was kind of expecting something had happened because I hadn't heard from him in 13 days, but it was still the hardest thing I ever heard. Okay, so let's back up to when he first came up missing, what happened? What do you know? Well, on the t he was not living with us. He was living with a friend that he was working with, and he had called me that morning from work. His dad was sick, so he was calling several times a day to check on him. And he called and asked me, could he bring laundry by that after that night when he got back from work? And of course, I told him he could, but he never showed up. And he had always called and told me good night by 10 o'clock, and I didn't get that call. So, of course, I was concerned because it was 
out of the ordinary, but he was 18 and not living here, so I tried not to get too worried. But right. when the next day came and about midday when I hadn't heard from him, he hadn't called to check on his dad, I did start calling and trying to find him, talking to friends, and I, the friend that he lived with said that he had let a girl borrow his car the day before while he was working, and she had picked him up that night so he could take her back home and get his car and that he had never returned home. And I tried calling his cell phone. He hadn't been on any social media. He hadn't talked to any friends. Nobody had seen or heard from him. So we started, I kind of thought maybe he had had an accident and was just too far off the road. So we started riding the roads and looking for him, but didn't have any luck. We continued for 13 days. Okay. And so, you know, you're not hearing anything. Uh, did you and your uh, his dad try to reach out to his girlfriend? She wasn't his girlfriend. She was just an acquaintance who okay. had been using him because he had a car. She had been getting him to take her places. but um, And I didn't know how to get in touch with her, but... The day after he didn't show up at the house that afternoon, I got a phone call from a strange number, and he was bad about not charging his phone, so I hoped it would be him. I wasn't able to get to the phone, but when I seen the number, I called it back, and it was Brandy, the girl that picked him up, and she told me that he had just left and went to the store right before I called. Which I thought was unusual because usually when Christian called me, if he didn't get me on my cell phone, he would call the house phone. If I didn't answer yet, I mean, he would just keep calling until he got me. And so I asked her to have him call me when he got back. He never did. I texted her later and asked her to have him call me, and she said he never came back from the store. Huh. And she texted me for a couple days Every day she told me something different about where he supposedly was going when he left her house, none of which made sense. So on the 15th, which would have actually been about two and a half days after he should have been here, I finally called police, but was not able to get a missing persons report because he was 18. So now we can go back uh, to December 25th and... You know, obviously, this was horrible news to, to you know to get on Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas is usually when we're with with our family, our loved ones, opening presents or eating dinner or lunch or however people celebrate Christmas. And you're not doing that. Obviously, you're you've received some horrible news. Yeah. So, uh, did you? Did you have any questions with the detective about how he was murdered? And then was, you know, what what kind of questions did you have? Oh, I had a lot of questions, of course, about okay. what happened and how, you know. But it was late. It was nighttime before he was found. And the area he was in was such a remote area. They really couldn't tell us any much of anything. They had left an officer out there and were going back the next day to get the car and start the investigation and everything. So it wasn't 
probably till after the autopsy come back that we actually knew what so, happened. So was he found inside the car or outside the car? Outside. He was laying next to it. Okay. Um, so, you know, finding this news out, you, you said the autopsy come back. Uh, what What was going on with the autopsy? What was the results regarding that? Um, I actually can't speak to what the okay. cause of death was. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, Sorry about that. something they don't want. Okay. Yes, that would make sense. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so when you found out the cause of death, did any suspects cross your mind? Um, uh, was things triggering you to say, hmm, maybe this person could have been involved or whatever? Actually, to me, I could not think of anybody that would want to hurt him. Of course, I was being told by a lot of people a lot of different things. And initially, they did have three persons of interest that they spoke with. Um, of course, the girl being one of them. Right. And I absolutely thought and think she had something to do with it. Um, there's just been no proof of it. Right. At this time, but. Yeah, there was right off, right off, they had three people at least that, you know, were persons of interest, but. Yeah, just, just from the little bit that you've shared with us about the situation with her calling you back saying, oh, he tried to call and, mm -hmm. and that's fishy. And then only being concerned, talking, keeping in touch with you for a couple of days and then nothing that's fishy. And obviously, like you said, she kind of seemed like she was using him for a ride and whatnot. So, oh yeah, and she, you know, she she's was, no something. She was much older, and mm. all her friends were much older. And how old was she, if you mm. don't mind me asking? She was twenty-five at the time. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Ah. And if you knew Christian, he just—I mean, he just wouldn't turn anybody down. Okay. No matter what, I mean, if they ask for help, he's going to give it to them if he can. And Yeah. Did you ever find out, like, how he knew this girl, become associated with her? Did they work together? Was it a mutual friend? Um, she was a friend. Um, one of his friends' sister was her friend, so they kind of oh, okay. both hang, hung out at the same house a lot. So, so he had known her for a while. I mean, I didn't know of her. But he had known her because he had seen her at his friend's house for, okay, you know, a long time. So, um, these other two people of person of interest, um, did I don't know if you how much you can talk. If there's stuff you can't say, just tell us. We understand. We don't want to jeopardize mm -hmm. the, the investigation. But what may can you answer to what may these other two? be persons of interest in this case um i was told that um christian had give her her boyfriend and a friend a ride to birmingham two nights before he disappeared okay and they one of them evidently shot a kid there and christian saw it so we think mm. they killed him to shut him up oh makes sense okay yeah Okay, so wrong place, because wrong I time. I my son, and he would have told he could not have lived with that, and I think the girl knew him well enough to know that. Okay, 
And so it's possibility that she has the boyfriend go ahead and handle business. Yeah. Okay. Now, has there been an arrest made in the shooting in, in Birmingham? Yes. The two guys have been arrested. Wow. And are waiting. Yeah. Well, one of them took a plea deal. The other's waiting. Sounds like more trial. than a coincidence, right? Yeah. Within two days. So, one took a plea deal. Uh, was there anything, anybody questioning him regarding your son's uh, murder? I think they tried to talk to him, but of course they had lawyers by huh. then. So. You know, because what's odd is, is because if he's already pled guilty to murder, and, you know, when you plead, plead guilty, uh, be, when it's two or more people, Usually what the state do, and I don't know how things work in Alabama, in the state of Alabama, but usually when one takes a plea, the uh, prosecutor will lean on that person who plead guilty to help, you know, provide more information against the people who choose not to plead guilty. Do you know if any of that happened in this situation? No, because it was in two different counties. Okay, so one county just wasn't interested in what happened with your son in this county. Okay, I get it. Do the police stay in touch with you? Do they keep you updated that they're still active, or does it seem like it's being swept under the rug? Uh, The detective keeps in touch with me still at least every other week. I talk with him, um, even if there's nothing for him to tell me. You know, uh, he's still very good about keeping in touch with me. Well, that's good. We usually yeah. hear, you know, where the police are hanging up on the victim's family and, you know, tell them not to call back yeah. because this becomes frustrating uh, because, you know, people like you, you want an arrest, you want justice, and it's understandable. And police these days don't know how to be compassionate and understand that a grieving mother or a grieving father it's fed up and they won't answer. So they become frustrated and they get into it with them. And I'm just so glad that, you know, me and Angela have one that we haven't had in a long time where the police is being respectful and helping with you. Thank God yes. for him. Yes. God bless him. He's been very compassionate, very understanding and very patient because I'm sure I call him more than he would like. But See, that's amazing. been ugly to me at all. Yeah. That's wonderful. Is he optimistic that... Uh, there will be an arrest in Christian's case. He is. Okay. So what is what's going on with the girl that uh, that was good friends with your son? Is is she incarcerated? Uh, is she been like really heavily questioned about this? No, she fled the state before he was ever found. Oh, okay. She moved to Florida somewhere. And that's where she's at today? As far as I know. Oh, wow. Huh. Sound like she's pretty, <laughs> she knows something or, you know, she done got out of here. So. Sure seems that way. Yeah. So have anybody reached out to you to give you additional information to say, hey, we heard this on the streets. Uh, we heard this over here. We saw this on social media or anything like that. Yeah, I get um, people mess private messaging me a lot 
you know, saying they heard this or that, but, you know, most of them don't want to talk to the police, and, you know, most of them it's just hearsay. So we believe that there's a possibility that um, he saw something when a, a homicide that was that took in place, and they had concerns that he would tell it. How is the police proceeding with the other guy that's involved that haven't pled guilty in the other county? Is it looking like he might been the, the shooter or, or, or what? Really don't know for sure. I mean, I couldn't even speculate on that, which one. Right. Or, you know, I mean, that's just my theory of what happened from what I've heard. Okay. That it was one of them, but I couldn't speak to which one. Um, the one that has not took a plea uh, was supposed to go to trial for that last August, I think. But of course, with COVID, that got put off. So. So he's still he's still pending. Yeah. Okay. Um. So have do you know if they have the detectives have like really set him down and questioned him? They've tried, but of course it's always waiting on the lawyers who oh, will okay. never, you know, they yeah. won't, they won't talk. And so once again, so I know one lawyered up, so he lawyered up too. So guilty, the one pled guilty, he lawyered up, and the one that didn't plead guilty, he lawyered up, and then you got the third one's in the wind, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Um. So this woman that's in florida uh is she from there in alabama she got a lot of family that you know of um her parents do not live here now um i think they did years ago but um both of them had moved out of state she had a stepfather here and a sister okay but most of her family i think is in Florida. Other states. I'm not sure. Does she have any children? Yes, she has. Since. Okay. Well, since. Okay. Because that's what I was saying, you know, to up and move your children. So she probably had her children after all this took place. Am I correct? Right. Okay. I get it. Your son was just a good, a good-hearted person um, that was giving this woman a ride. He was you know, uh, helping her out or whatever. And there was probably this in particular day or night that she says, Hey, I need you to pick up my boyfriend and his friend. And they went out of town and something happened. So that's about what we're looking at here. Yeah, that's what I think happened. Okay. Have they spoke on the motive of the, the murder in Birmingham? Have they said, was it like um, an argument? Was it a stranger? Was it, was it just something like domestic? Was it a drug deal gone bad? I think it had something to do with drugs. Okay. Yeah, I kind of suspected that. Yeah. And because, you know, when he's driving them there, uh, they're not going there to you know, have a beer or something. So I figured, wonder, that was my next thing was, I was going to ask was, did, do the police feel that there were drugs involved? Because that does sound like it might have been something. And not saying that your son, Christian, was involved. I, I think um, he was just giving a ride, and they probably didn't tell him what they were really doing. 
because that can happen. Yeah. Yeah, and then, oopsie, he's seen something he wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they, they thought yeah. they were covering their tracks. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, Christian wasn't perfect by no means. He made mistakes. Oh, like nobody. Any nobody 18 is. year olds do, but I just know his heart. He yeah. would not have done that. He would not have took on my kid and known that was going to happen. Well, yeah. Anyone knows his heart, it's going to be his mama. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I mean, two months before this happened, I mean, he's 18 years old and he's. I've got a picture of him sitting in his daddy's lap, loving on him. I mean, he Aww. was just. Oh, man. Still a loving kid. You know, the investigation is still going, and you have a wonderful detective that is keeping you updated. Uh, is he getting a lot of new tips? Do it seem like any new evidence is coming in, or is he pretty much at a standstill with this? Off and on, new tips comes in, and, you know, that he checks out every tip he gets. Um, they don't always plead anything. Um a lot of them don't, but he follows up on everything he gets. He takes it out still. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's probably difficult with uh, the female woman that's in Florida, you know, um, you know, not knowing where she's at. Of course, she's not going to volunteer any information because with her telling you different stories and then fleeing before they found your son, mm, that, that pretty much... Uh, <laughs> tells me she knows what happened or she was a part of it that's just my that's, opinion that's my opinion too she's running away from something how long how long was it before she moved um i think about 10 days after wow he went missing, three days before he was found wow yeah that's she left she made it a bit obvious didn't she oh yeah yeah Hell yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. So, have you received a lot of uh, good support from the community regarding this? I have. Everybody has been very supportive, and you know, when I po I post on his website once or twice a month, and everybody shares it, trying to get the word out, trying to beg people to come forward. come forward because yeah. even if. Those three did it. I think there's a lot more than knows what happened and just won't talk. Or somebody's seen something, right? Right. And I mean, I think there's several people that could actually give us answers. They just, for whatever reason, I don't know if they're scared they'd go to jail or scared they would get hurt. I don't know what their reasoning and keeping these people secret. Well, in a lot of in a lot of these cases, they'd be scared because they're afraid of what could happen to the person the victim could happen to them and right. then there you have those that was probably help move something or help carry something and they feel oh man i'm involved and you know i can go do some time for this and you know don't understand if they just give full cooperation they can get immunity and uh don't right. have to go to jail but they won't know until they sit down and talk and uh, a lot of detectives do do this all the time. Yeah. It'd be nice if somebody would just, that knew something anonymously. It's always a possibility to be anonymous. Mail something. Oh, absolutely. You know, call the tip line, whatever. Don't leave any information that's going to, you know, rule them. So if anyone hears this podcast, 
if you know something, say something. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to, per se, you know, put yourself out there. Nobody will ever know where it came from. There's ways to do it anonymously. Do that and and clear your conscience. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. let me ask let me ask you, Carrie, how has this uh, impacted your life? I mean, I know it, it, it's been traumatizing, but as a mother, how has this affected your life since 2017? I my life pretty much ended after he passed away i the only thing that keeps me going is trying to get justice for him yeah i mean there's nothing i don't have anything left i mean i have my other son but he's in texas my husband passed away 11 months after christian did oh i'm sorry sorry to hear that yes yes and and so that I pretty much just focus on being Christian's voice, and that's what keeps me going. Yes. I mean, you took a huge hit. You know, your son was murdered. You lost lost his dad. Uh, it, it, and, and I know that's, I can't even fathom the thought of what you've been going through. No, it's the hardest thing I've ever been through. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't for my, even though I don't get to see my other son much i get to talk to him at least once or twice a week and so how has he how has he taken this how how when he found out i mean of course he was devastated but uh, oh yes it it destroyed him he took him a long time to even talk about it i mean he was he lost the two most important people in his life uh, within 11 months yes oh man and they say mm, twins have a connection that nobody can, you know, understand mm-hmm. unless you're a twin. Right. Yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, you know, Carrie, that's, I, I didn't even know that your husband had passed too. And, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that because here I can assume your husband was sick. Am I correct? He was. Yeah. He was sick. So you were helping him fight his battle and um, trying to get justice for you guys' son. And, man, that's that's just a lot on you. That was just a lot. It, it, it really was. And um, I really was. commend it, you, your strength. It nearly killed me. Wow. I, I'm sorry to hear that. But I knew if I didn't keep fighting that Christian might never get justice. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of fight in you, and I'm proud of you. Uh, I've just, you know, being able, a lot of women or even men uh, wouldn't have been able to, you know, take on this. And, you know, you grab this bull by the horns and talk to this detective every, you know, every other week, and you're still fighting. You said that's what's keeping you going, and, you know, um, I, I just commend you and just, you know, you, you're awesome. You're amazing to be able to still keep your saying, your saying, sanity, excuse me, and, you know, be able to get on social media and say, hey, I want answers. I want justice. Just awesome. Yes, my hat's well, off to you. you. Yeah, I appreciate it, and I hope it doesn't take a long time, but if I'm still here 10, 20 years from now doing this, I will, because... 
I believe that. I believe he didn't that. deserve this, and we, me and Brandon, didn't deserve this. Nope. You know, so we're gonna get justice for him one day. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You go, Carrie. Yeah. So, um, we're getting ready to cut time. Um, I know you mentioned something about a website. Uh, I believe you have a Facebook page and all that stuff. You uh, have all that stuff regarding your son. Am I correct? Yes. It's Justice for Christian Boyle. Okay. So what we're going to do, um, I want you to explain to the listeners exactly how they can get to the website and your Facebook page. Um, it's uh, his website's actually it's actually a Facebook page. It's Justice for Christian Boyle on Facebook. Okay. And um, I post on it. I used to post on it on the day he disappeared and the day he was found. Now sometimes I just do it once a month, but I just always post on there to remind everybody that we're still looking for answers and there's a way to private message me on that website on that Facebook page as well. Okay. Okay. Well, y'all heard that. Now, you know, if you don't want to inbox Carrie, you can reach out to Crime Pursuit Podcast on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can reach out to us. If you have any information regarding this case, please reach out or call the local police there in Cleveland, Alabama. And you don't have to give your name. You can remain anonymous. So, please, Carrie needs your help. Angela and I is asking if there's anybody, anybody out there that can help, please come forward. She needs justice for her son. She has been through enough, and she is going to stay in this fight, and she's going to keep fighting so if you know something, if you've seen something, please reach out. Most I'll, definitely. Always put yourself in someone else's shoes. Nothing's going to bring Christian back. That's for sure. Nothing's going to ease the pain. But it will put to rest the, the questions and, and help her reach justice, which will help. So right. please, anything. Like we've said over and over, anonymous. You don't have to tell anything but what you know what you've heard even if it's the smallest little thing that you've heard throw it out there let the cops check up on it but we wish you luck keep us posted please um we'll we'll add you on the facebook page and 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 keep you know keep up to date with that but anything any new developments let us know because you know we hope you find some answers Thank you very much. All right, Carrie, you hang in there. Like Angela said, we'll be in touch. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Like I said, go to the Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. uh, Go to uh, Carrie's page. Let's get justice for her son, Kristen Boyle. Have a good night.